Welcome everybody to another episode of the Be Fearless podcast and today I bring you an amazing woman. She's an army wife, veteran and mother. She's an author, personal executive coach, speaker and leadership trainer. She's the one, the only, Sherry Effler. I know I have mentioned it before and then I just messed up your last name. Sherry Effler. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> Thank you so much for that great introduction. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. For the audience that doesn't know you or just hearing you for the first time, can you tell who's what's Sherry Effler growing up and what was her dream? Growing up, my dream, um, I was a people pleaser. So my dream was to please my mother and father. And their dream for me was to become a mom and a teacher. And so I started following that dream. And then I discovered, I almost dropped, actually, shall I say, I almost flunked out of college. And then my dad said, hey, why don't you join the army? And then being a um, soldier in the army, became my dream and it became my passion and from there i've made it here <laughs> fantastic how long you served i served for five years um i was actually married before i graduated from college and entered active service my husband also is in the army obviously the army wife part of my uh, role and we just we were on this path and i said you know what i still have that dream of being an amazing mom and I think I'm going to be a better mom, not serving our country at the same time. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I really admire you because it is difficult to be a mother while you're serving in the military. Like, it, you know, the time that you have to invest on your mission and then also balancing in, in trying to juggle in things, right, to also take care of the people that you love the most at home is it's it's a non-stop job right <laughs> it never stops yeah and it requires a lot so i do admire you for that and and want to also thank you for your service to our country on both sides as a soldier and as a mom and as a wife because it's not it's not easy these days being on that wearing the hat so thank you so much and i i bet that when it comes to leadership, you learn a lot and the military form you in so many ways as a leader. And now you are a leader for everybody out there. Tell us, how is it that you become, because you wear different ha hats. You are a coach, you're a speaker, but you're also an author. How, how do you manage it all? Oh, that's a big question. Um, really, um, it's, it's, having a picture of what I want the end to look like. And so it's what do I want it to look like as um, so walking alongside my husband in the life that we've chosen and we've been called to. And also what do we want it, it to look, our relationships to look like with our children. So we literally, we have to pull ourselves back from our passion of leading and being with people and adding value to people. And so it's really, um, I found that the way for me to be the best leader is to understand who I am first 
and be confident in who I am as an individual and embrace that and then bring who I am to each different leadership role that I have, whether it be in ministry, whether it be in coaching, whether it be in the family, whether it be within um, the military um, family readiness and, and support and making sure everybody's ready for the next step in their career. I love that. And how is that you are able to use that experience in at every level to help your clients? How do you translate that skill? How do I translate that skill? Really, leadership is influence. And so it's recognizing that this person, whoever's in front of me, is trusting me and and willing to allow my influence. So it's me first living an example of what I believe is true and living out my values. And then it's um, recognizing that everyone around me has great value and taking time to let people around me know that they are seen, heard, and they have value is really the first step to translating all of my experience into leading others well, no matter how it is. And I always believe that people have to, I don't like to take a positional leadership role. I like to move on. Um, John Maxwell, which I'm with the John Maxwell team, he believes there's five levels of leadership. And I believe that we always need to be stepping up and we always need to be moving. And so my goal in every leadership relationship is to become a people developer, not just to be in a position where they look to me for leadership, not that they just gave me permission and not that I'm making things happen so they want to follow me. I want to develop them because I always believe that um, moving people to their next level is the best thing that I can do. I love that. And um, how you help people that don't see their value or their um, their potential as a leader, how you help them to transform? Well, first thing, I like to take people who don't see themselves as a leader because most people have bought the, the line that you are born a leader. And if you're not born a leader, you're not a leader. Well, leadership can be learned. And so I te like to bring people into the aware a new realm of awareness of how they can lead. And um, really, it starts with personal awareness. So I like to take people through my uh, core identity process first and help them really embrace who they are at the core of them. And then once they know who they are and they develop their skills, they understand their strengths, they understand the way that they best communicate. But in all of that, they're not just learning about them, but I help people learn about the other people that are out there so they can communicate well and connect because we all communicate whether we want to, but few of us know how to connect in our communication. And then they can take their relationships deeper and they can embrace who they uniquely are and take that into whatever situation and make it better. Fantastic. Um, I mean, you are definitely uh, one of the few people that I have seen out there that have been able to explain that process so perfectly. Because um, I think a lot of people just like get lost in, 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 in explaining what leadership is and you just make that connection right there for everybody in the audience today. Um, now, after they're transforming, how do you think that, let's say an individual that is just becoming you know, a leader and is learning about leadership, can they 
reflect the values of leadership. Absolutely. And that's one of the first things as part of the, um, well, second thing with the core identity process, the C, I, I work with acronyms. So the C means knowing your core characteristics and core values. So the first thing you do is you identify and solidify what are your core values and you make sure that you're living those and you know why you're choosing to live them and not sacrifice them for a relationship for a promotion for all the things that are out there and really it as a leader you have to know what you stand for so that you understand what you're calling others to and then you also can learn to as a leader we need to respect others and honor others. And um, so knowing who we are and respecting ourselves first allows us to be confident to enough to respect and honor somebody else who's different. But um, I think some of the traps we get into as leaders is um, sometimes we think that we should just, you know, set a line and call the line. But really a leader is somebody who values all, but says, this is our mission. And then if somebody's values don't align with the mission, you can say, thank you for your service. I'm sure there's something else valuable for you to be doing that aligns with who you are. I love that. Yeah, completely. I love that, Sherry. Like you're just giving us so much um, valuable information in this interview. Now you have walked this person through transformation. You have to help them reflect the values and teach them the, you know, how to, how to be that leader. Right now, how they rise, like how do they move to the next level? Well, it's called implementation. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> we, we can, we can do all this learning. We can become aware. We can know what we're supposed to do, but the hardest thing to do is what we know we should be doing. And so I always think that we need to have accountability, whether it be an accountability group, whether it be in a, you know, a coach that you're in a coaching relationship and they're helping you, they're calling you on, hey, did you get this done? Are you working on this? What are your struggles? Where do you see yourself moving forward? And part of my core identity process, it does, it's not a one and done. Once you go through it, then you've, you've got this picture and you've identified areas of growth. And then every three months you come back to it, either on your own or with a group, because we should always be growing. Mm -hmm. um, but really, it's implementation. We have to choose. And I think we, we uh, bought the idea that in 24 days, we can just change and make things happen. It really takes about 64 24 days to like, 90. Yeah. Yeah. 24. We're like, okay, I'm sold on this. I really want to make this change, but it's the next couple sets of twenties that really solidify it. And, and that's how we like are making a new groove for our thought patterns and our action patterns um, to keep us moving forward in the direction that we know we want to go. Yes. But sometimes it's, so much easier when you're not going alone. So I always recommend accountability, um, not an enabler, but somebody who's really loves you enough to hold you accountable for what it is you said you want. Exactly. I love that. And I love that you mentioned the 
um, the 21, 24 days rule, because a lot of people think that that actually is true. And um, recent studies have shown that it takes 64 to 90 days. I always go with the 90 days. Every time that I, I talk to my clients and I do do it for myself on building a new skill, I think 90 days is the safest and most strongest way to actually build on, on a skill and, and create a, a stable routine or whatever it is that you're working on um but I, I i love that that you help people to transform reflect and rise above you know the their level that they find themselves when they come to you and um i think that's what makes your work so special but you're not only a coach you're also a speaker tell us about that experience that hat that you were as a speaker yeah, I absolutely love um, to do speaking engagements. It's kind of like a combination speaking and training because I always like to like give people nuggets that they can take away and actually implement. And I always like to give everybody a challenge. And so I think more of my teacher um, comes out um, in my speaking engagements, but I also like to just motivate people to go to the next level. Um, so it's fun because I get to live out one of my strengths and I get to live out one of my passions. I love that. Isn't that fun when you mix the pleasure and passion of what the things that you love? Absolutely. <laughs> It makes everything so much better. But you're not only a coach, a speaker, you're also an author. And I love that about you because I was browsing on your work. And listen, you guys, you definitely need to go and check her out because she has right now, she's promoting the Royal, what's it called again? The uh, Royal Reflections 2.0. This, I guess, this is the second version of your first book. Yes. Tell us about your this book. Tell us what it is, how it came to be in the first place. How it came to be. Well, Royal Reflections 2.0: The Making of a Warrior Princess is a women's Bible study, and like I just shared, I love like my passion is speaking and bringing people to the next level, and so I had written, I had you know, created a keynotes um, event while well, speaking engagement. And then every time I was uh, like speaking after that, sharing bits and pieces of it, people were like, that has to be a Bible study. And I was like, I am not a writer, so I need someone else to write. And um, then eventually it was said to me enough to where I really felt like um, the Lord said, sit down, put paper to pen, people need this. And and really, this Royal Reflections ties into the identity um, focus that I really have. So it all starts with our identity. And um, first, you need to know who you are so you know who you are uniquely created. And then this Bible study will help you know who you are in Christ and help you to live a strong faith on the foundation of Christ and um, embracing um, who you are in him. Oh my God. I, I, like I said before, before we started, you guys, I was telling her I'm getting a copy of this because I am definitely, I love Bible studies. And when it's, um, when it, it is a study that helps me develop on my skills and, 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 and grow as an individual in Christ and also become, you know, a better person and like, 
it definitely it definitely gets my attention and this this book right here definitely have my attention you guys can get it on amazon it's available on amazon so um how long does it take to go through the whole study like is just a 30-day bible study or is just a 60-day how long is it i love that you asked this question so i this bible study is designed to do in eight weeks because it, it will take everybody through that full eight weeks but i also designed it so if you just want a quick read just to get an idea and just to get yourself going and then go back and do it at your own pace you can do that too so just reading through one week will take you about 20 minutes to a half an hour and you'll get the basics. And then if you want to dig deeper into the scripture, then it will take as long as you want. But um, so if you were planning on doing like a Bible, pulling a Bible study group together, it'd be about eight weeks. And I actually created a facilitator um, training platform. So if you're not sure how to lead a small group, you can hop on my platform, get all of um, the details, and you can um, take your group to the next level. My best example is a current um, Bible study group that's going, and she started it um, about two months ago, and they are finally finishing up week one because they're just slowly going through it. So this is something that you can go at your own speed. There's no rush, um, but I will tell you that from all the people that have gone through it, they get, they take, it takes their relationship to a whole deeper level. And like you said, this is the second round. People have done the first and now they've done the second. And they're like, I'm amazed at how much I get each time I do your study. That is fantastic. I love it. So you could either, you know, take like sippy cups of it or just like go into a deep dive and, and take your time into the study. I love that. Um, now, before we tell our audience where they can connect with you, I have one more question for you, Sherry. What our audience can start doing today to transform, reflect, and rise? I would say to really take a moment and sit down and write down your top three values. And it's not your priorities, because some people think that their priorities are their values. That's different, because people will, and what are your values? What are those core things? Like, are is loyalty very important to you? Is that one of your um, values that drives you and you are committed to? Um, and then your faith is your faith a value you know you have to find your three values so mine are faith um fun and truth and so you find those three values that define you and really sit with them and then ask yourself the question why will i not compromise these and that's a good beginning and from there, you can move on forward. I love that. Thank you so much, Sherry. Where people can connect with you? Well, I love to catch connect on social media, but I do recognize not everybody has it. So Facebook, I'm at Sherry Eifler Writes. And then at Instagram, I'm at Sherry Eifler. And then my website is www.com 
she, I'm just kidding, SherryEifler.com. So it's just my name. So my last name is spelled E-I-F as in Frank, L-E-R, for anybody who's just listening and not able to see the screen. And um, I look forward to connecting with you. Um, just drop me a message anytime. That's fantastic. You can also oh, go to the description of this podcast and find all the links to connect with Sherry Eifler. She's amazing. Thank you so much, Sherry, for your time. Um, it has been totally a blessing to have you here today. Don't forget, you guys, to go and grab your copy of Royal Reflections 2.0 and the first one, if you find it. I'm pretty sure it's going to be there in Amazon. Um, you can get a copy of both. In the meantime, thank you so much, Sherry, for your time. In the meantime, Sky, don't forget to unlock your potential and be fearless. Until the next one, bye.